Ah, the sounds of military service. Happy Veterans Day to all you veterans out there. Thank you so much for your service. My name's Roger Kugler. This is Working at Woodworking Podcast, episode number 60, your veteran-owned woodworking business. Now, this podcast episode is released on Veterans Day, November 11th. 2022. So it's not going to be timely for some items, but everything else is going to to hold true and, and help veterans throughout the year. The timely aspect of this podcast, free food. Yes, today on Veterans Day, there is absolutely no reason for any veteran to pay for any meal. There is so much free food out there. Now, a lot of restaurants have traditionally given out free meals to veterans, but this year it seems like they have taken extra effort to really put forth and show their support. One of my favorites is Texas Roadhouse. And they, years ago, learned from a bad experience when they announced that on Veterans Day they would serve a meal free to veterans, and they were absolutely swamped. I went to my local store, and the line was just to turn into the restaurant was like 12 blocks long. They learned last year and instead gave out a coupon. You need to drive through between, I think it's like 11 and 2 at any Texas Roadhouse and they will give you a coupon that you can use anytime. So I think that was a, a, a great benefit, and I, I thank them so much for that. How do you find out what is offered in your area? Real easy. I've included a link in the show notes down below that will take you to news.va.gov, and they have a an entire page like a long scrolling page of hundreds that are offering free meals on Veterans Day. Everything from breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now, if you happen to be listening to this after Veterans Day, no worries. A lot of these restaurants are extending their offer for like a week or two weeks. So, it doesn't all have to be done right on Veterans Day, but definitely check that link out. It's a great resource. And in addition to free food, they also highlight discounts that you can get from different retail stores, vendors, manufacturers, like the North Face. They offer a 10% discount to military veterans. I had no idea they did that. And one of my favorite veteran discounts is from Lowe's. You know, the big blue box store? They offer a, wait for it, 10% discount. Whoa! In my area, we also have Menards. Well, they offer the 11% rebate, which gives you a credit to use in their store if you fill out the little paperwork and if you remember put to put a stamp on it and if it goes through and if the monkeys on the other end process the thing properly, maybe they will send you a rebate coupon 
worth 11%. Uh, honestly, I've given up on that. I, I think that that's just a major ripoff. But I'm all in for lows, 10%, no questions asked. I think it applies to anything in the store. And boom, it's done. Guess where I shop for my building materials. I put a link in the show notes to uh, Lowe's Military Validation. You do need to get validated, as if you're not already validated, but for they, they need to validate you to make sure that you're eligible uh, for this. And they use a website called ID.me. And you've probably have already come across this. It's legit. You have to enter your social security number and a bunch of other information uh, off of your DD-214. But once you go through that, boom, you're in. And you just tell them at the uh, register, you know, I'd like my military discount. And they look it up on their computer. And boom, you save 10% and you're out the door. Speaking of the dd 214. I would strongly recommend that you take that into your county recorder and ask them to make a, an official record of that. That means that, you know, unfortunate event like your house burns down and that thing goes whoosh, up in flames, you have a record of it. You want to safeguard that because that is a very, very important document that you don't want to lose. If you have lost it, you can get a new DD-214, but it's the government, and we all know how efficiently they run, and just save yourself some heartache. Get a, an official copy made and recorded. So when you go into all these restaurants and you ask for the military, the veterans meal, and they're going to ask for proof of veteranship, I guess? How are you going to do that? Well, it used to be kind of the honor system, but they've kind of gotten away from that probably because they got burned a few times and wearing the military ball caps not going to really cut it anymore because you can buy those virtually any place. Check out your state driver's license because I just did a quick search on the internet and every state now has some mechanism to verify your military status and indicate on your driver's license that you are a veteran. This is so incredibly cool. Details differ from state to state. I've included a link in the show notes. There's a lot of links in the show notes this week that you can see exactly what your state requires for getting that that veteran stamp on your, your driver's license. That is so much easier than, well, literally carrying around your, your DD-214, which most people, unless you've served, have no idea what that is. And for our non-veterans listening, the DD-214 is simply a form, an official form from the military that lists your active duty service, your awards, your schools, uh, special accomplishments, uh, your rank, so on and so forth. And that's the document that lives with you as a civilian veteran uh, for the, the rest of your life. So in addition to getting free stuff or stuff at a discount, what else can you do as a veteran of a professional woodworking shop. Or if you are a veteran and you've been thinking about opening 
a small woodworking business, either full-time or part-time, here's some things that I think you'll find very, very helpful. Number one, marketing. There's a lot of people out there who want to support veterans. They just kind of get a little kick out of it. Maybe their grandfather was a veteran or a father was a veteran or their aunt or, or somebody in the family was a veteran and they kind of want to, you know, honor that, show that, show that support. I think one of the probably the most visible thing that you can do is to add a veteran owned business badge to your website. So you have a website or you will have a website, should have a website. And there's a number of places where you can get the little logo that this is a veteran owned business. The first one that I came across that's free is kindpng.com, link in show notes. And it's a website set up by designers, graphic artists that you can go there and grab a logo of of some type. And there's a whole bunch of veteran-owned business logos that you can use. Some of them are attached to some organization that you have to be careful that you're not like stepping on somebody's toes. You wouldn't want to use an organization's website if you're not associated with that. That's, that's kind of, you know, don't do that. Um, but there's a lot of just free stuff. Somebody made this and they post it up there for, for other um, graphic artists, web designers to, to, to use. The other one that I really, really like, and this is the one that I signed up for, is called VeteranOwnedBusiness.com. Now, this is not associated in any way with the government. Neither one of these are. It's a, a business that has created this online directory, a, a giant database. And you can go into your state and your county and look up what veteran-owned businesses are located there. So it is a free service, and I would recommend you check them out. You have to fill out a form online. I don't know if they do some type of verification or something. It took a few days, and they came back, and they said, you know, welcome, so on and so forth, and gave some suggestions on how to download and implement the the badges the the graphics uh to use now the cool thing about using these graphics is there is a hyperlink buried in them that if a customer clicks on that it will take them to this website your listing so they can see what you have also you have just signed up for another directory and Way back in the marketing episode, what was that, like number 8 or 12 or something, I mentioned get on directories. The more your name is out there on the interwebs, the better. And this is just kind of a verification thing for a customer. If they see the badge, they click on that, they go to the website, they see your name. Okay, so this guy's probably... A veteran. In addition to the badge and the the listing, there's a bunch of other stuff on the site. There's a job board. If you were looking for a job or looking for employers, they have this thing called Veterans Hiring Veterans, and which is is really cool. They have a, a link to discounts, and I just found out that under Auto Parts, Pep Boys offers a ten percent discount 
I had no idea. Way cool. Thank you, Pep Boys. So there's a lot of stuff on there. Check out the website. I think you'll be uh, be pleased. But what if you need a certified batch? Well, this kind of gets into another area. There are organizations out there. One that I found was the National Veteran-Owned Business Association. If you have revenues under $1 million, it costs $350 to join, and you get a badge, and they certify you as a veteran. They probably check out the DD-214 and other things to make sure that you're truly who you say you are. Why is this important? Well, when we get into the commercial hemisphere, big corporations, government purchasing, there's it's a different world. In essence, being a certified veteran-owned business gives you brownie points. And if a purchasing agent for some government entity is looking to buy something, they will get brownie points if they hire a particular business. And this could be a veteran-owned business. It could be a disabled veteran-owned business. It could be a woman veteran-owned business. It it could be a woman-owned business. It could be a minority-owned business. There's, There's like dozens of classifications to pay special favor to certain groups of businesses. Honestly, I don't roll in those circles and it it's meaningless to me. I think it's perfectly fine that if you're an honors veteran and you put the badge on your website, people are going to, you know, and you can tell someone that's not a veteran, you know, if you have any connection with the military, you can spot a poser, you know, in like 27 seconds. They stand out like a, like a sore thumb. So if you get this, badge. Don't be afraid to use it. Use it on your website. Use it on your social uh, media. Use it on your business cards. Put that out there that you are a veteran-owned business. Now, if we reach for a little higher-hanging fruit, we get into the Veterans Affairs Office, the VA. Now, this is a, a branch of the government that is established to administer veterans affairs. And one of the biggest things that they do is healthcare. Healthcare is a major part of the VA. And you've, you've heard about VA hospitals and some of the struggles they've had over the last few years. Although I must say things have, have improved. But there's a lot of other benefits that the VA offers to just veterans. If you are a veteran and you haven't done this yet, I highly, highly encourage you to make contact with your local Veterans Affairs office. These are part of your county government. Even if it's just to walk in and say hi. Honestly, I ignored this for, well, decades. I was at a local book fair and I'm looking through all the books, woodworking books, of course, maybe some history, and I walked by a table that was set up by the local Veterans Affair officer. And he said, hi, are you a veteran? And well, yeah, I am. He says, "Do you have you signed up for your Lowe's discount yet? It's like, huh? tell me more. Yeah, boy, he just said, he baited that hook and he said it just perfectly. Yeah, you can get a 10% 
military discount at Lowe's. Oh, yeah, he had me. He had me bad. And it was wonderful that he did that because my wife had been nagging me about not being able to hear for years, well, for decades. And yes, I do have some hearing loss due to the military, but I just kind of like, yeah, I can hear what I want to hear when I want to hear it. But it started to get a little worse, and it's like, you need to go and see if you can get hearing aids. And making this contact at this book fair with the Veterans Affairs Office kind of set that ball rolling, and I'm glad I did, because I am certainly enjoying some benefit uh, from, from doing that, in addition to the Lowe's 10% discount that I had no idea that existed. So please do that. Even if there's nothing wrong, you're not suffering from anything, life is peachy, go ahead and just make contact with your Veterans Affair office. And check out the SITREP. This is a YouTube channel for the VA. There are programs called the SITREP, and it's two guys talking about everything veteran. I mean, there are things in there I had no idea that this was even a thing. And if we're talking about veterans and business, yeah, they cover that in pretty great depth. There's a lot of videos on there. I'll put a link in the show note so that you can check that out. Don't miss that. Oh, and make sure that you sign up for their e-newsletter. You'll get a newsletter in the email about, I don't know, once a week, every two weeks, something like that. And it just kind of keeps you informed about what's going on with the VA. And that's how I found out about the discount, the 10% discount for the North Face, uh, because they had a little thing on that. Um, a lot of really, really good information. It's a very quick read. Give that a shot. Okay, now let's go to the fruit way up on the top of the tree. This is the big stuff. The U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs Office of Small and Disadvantaged Business Utilization. <sighs> oh, wow. Yeah, this is the VA that you've always heard about, but we're too scared to actually look into. This is where you go to get your business verified as a veteran-owned business and as apply to become a government contractor. You know, the government contractor that you can start sucking down all those lucrative government bids. We all know how well the government spends money, don't we? Yeah, you can be part of that if you get certified as a government contractor and as a veteran-owned government contractor, which gives you brownie points. But wait a minute, you're saying to yourself, I don't make missiles or radar components. What possibly could I do as a woodworker to become a government contractor? Well, that's exactly the question I asked. And the answer I got back was, you do realize that the federal government is the largest purchaser on the planet. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe I would want to have some contact with the largest buyer of everything in the world, the U.S. federal government. But whoa, before you start 
firing off to the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs Office of Small and Disadvantaged Business Utilization, it's going away. I mean, not the VA, but that what I just said. The VA is transitioning out of the business sector. They're getting out of the business business, and they're giving that over to the Small Business Administration, the SBA. That's the other large branch of the federal government that has been doing small business for like, I don't know, decades, centuries. I have no idea. But starting January 1st, 2023, the SBA will now be taking over all of those duties as far as certifying you as a veteran-owned small business and government contractor and all that other stuff. So just kind of, you know, sit tight until the new year, and then you can launch into it. So what is the SBA doing? The SBA has been really busy. This is something that's been in works for years, from what I understand, and it's now coming to fruition. They have developed what is called the Veterans Business Outreach Centers, VPOC, because, of course, it's military, and we've got to use acronyms. There are... Currently, 22 regional VPOCs around the country. Everything from Hawaii to Maine to Florida. They've got the entire country, you know, covered. These are usually associated with like a, a college or a university or a tech school or something where they rent out like a floor or an office or something, put in a phone line and boom, you are now a VPOC. They're going to expand those 22 to 34 in 2023. So they're going to get even more coverage. So why is the VPOC taking over from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs Office of Small and Disadvantaged Business Utilization? I have no idea. I think it might have something to do with this just plain easier to say. So you want to get certified? You want to become a government contractor? Well, it's not easy. I mean, this is still the government. And there is a ton of paperwork that you have to go through. And it's very likely you'll even be inspected. This is not a, a trivial matter. This is uh, this is big league stuff right here. You must use a local representative in doing this. With these 22 regional offices, they are broken down into other subcategories that I was surprised my relatively, you know, medium-sized city actually has an office here that if you want to get certified, you have to contact them and they kind of walk you through it. This is not something that you're just going to fill out some forms online and boom, you know, you get an email, congratulations, you have been selected, da 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 Now, that doesn't work that way. This is, this is the federal government and you all know how, how that works. But what if you're not interested in becoming a government contractor person? And to be honest, I really have no desire to do that. I mean, my gosh, I'm busy enough as it is. Maybe you don't even have a business yet to even take this step. Is that all that you can do with the VPOC? Nope. They have a ton of resources. I'll give you a link, a couple of links actually, uh, to resources with the VPOC. 
and you can check this out for yourself. But just kind of a cursory reading of their their web pages. Um, they have a program called um, uh, Transition Assistance Programs. These are programs that help military personnel, active duty, transition into you know civilian role. With a small business, this is something that you can do either as an active duty or an active duty spouse or as a recently detached veteran, a new veteran, a baby veteran. They have a program called Boots to Business Classes for Transitioning Service Members. These are physical classes that they run at these local 22 or soon to be 34 centers around the country, and they also do these online. Very often, these are associated with a military base or installation of some type. They do pre-business plan workshops where you've been thinking about maybe doing this, and you can go to one of these workshops and they can give you a lot of, of answers. And remember, this is kind of focused on the 20-something-year-old who's finishing up the first, maybe a second tour, and they know military very, very well, but the business world, eh, not so much. So they really do kind of start out at ground zero, the basic stuff of business, and kind of grow from there. Does that mean if you're, you know, 50s or 60s and you've been out of the military for decades, there's no help here? No, not at all. This, they can meet you where you are at. They will do concept assessments, like, is this a good idea or are you just totally baked? VBOX can assist clients in assessing their entrepreneurial needs and requirements. They offer business plan preparation. And the representative I talked to, Mike, said that this is a really good service that they're providing and that they use some really expensive high-level business plan software that you know, would cost you thousands of dollars to utilize, you can utilize that for free. Comprehensive feasibility analysis. I mean, who doesn't want one of those? Entrepreneurial training and counseling. These guys aren't messing around here. VBOX, working with other small business administration resource partners, target entrepreneurial training projects and counseling sessions tailored specifically to address the needs and concerns of the veteran entrepreneurial community including service-disabled veterans, women veterans, veterans interested in procurement. That's pretty much reading off their website. Uh, They offer mentorship. This is something that Mike really, you know, kind of stressed. They go out and gather mentors, business mentors. He himself is a a lawyer. He's worked in business law for like 40 years. He's now retired. This gives him something to do. He's tired of playing golf. And you can tap into all of this knowledge, all of this experience. And he stressed that we're here to help. We will walk with you as long as you want us to. You know, they're not pushy. If you're here, we can assist you. VBOX 
conduct appropriate on-site visits with clients to ensure adherence to their business plans. Additionally, VBOX review monthly financial statements to determine whether a revision to the business plan is warranted or that desired results are being attained if you want them to. If you don't want them to, there's no obligation here. I mean, they are here to help. Other business development-related services, they also provide assistance in training in such areas as international trade, financing, internet marketing, accounting, and more. Internet marketing. That's something that I should probably check out because honestly, I'm not terribly strong at in that. To learn more about SBA's resources for veterans, visit sba.gov slash veterans. So what do you need to do? There's a lot of information right there. You need to go online to VBOC, the Veteran Business the Veterans Business Outreach Center. And then you need to find your regional center, one that is close to you. Go to their webpage, there's a link provided, and register. And button up in the upper right-hand corner. And register, fill out the pretty extensive form. You don't have to answer all the questions some of them you can't answer, but they simply want to have as much information about you and your business or your business idea so that they know the right people to route this to. And then you'll get an email and it says, welcome aboard, yada, yada, yada. We scheduled an interview and he called me and we chatted for like, I don't know, 45 minutes or so. Uh, wonderful. Absolutely great. It was very, very good talking to somebody who really knows their stuff. In fact, he even reminded me, he said, your, your listeners are going to ask about the VA loan, which apparently is kind of a, everybody ask about the VA loan. And he, gets a kick out of it because there's no such thing as a VA loan. There's no such thing as a small business administration loan, an SBA loan. He said they do not exist. People are always confusing, conflating this, and he wanted to set the record straight. He said that the number one source of financing for small business is self-financed. Yeah, your own money. Okay, that's no real surprise to anyone. He said the number two source of funding for small business is, big gulp, credit cards. And then he went on and told me about the horror stories that he has dealt with when people use credit cards and they get themselves way in over their head. And well, for some people, it's, it's virtually ruined their life. You know, it's, it's led to bankruptcy. It's, it's tragic. And you know my stance on that, credit cards is not a good idea for financing your business. Number three method, friends and family as a source of funding for your small business. This is, I think, way better than credit cards. Yeah, sure, Thanksgiving meal is going to be a little awkward until you get everybody paid back. But I'd have to say that's better than credit cards. And the number four method is bank. And this is where Mike educated me. The VA does not make loans. What the VA does is they work 
with a bank and will guarantee a loan or they will back a loan. It's kind of like being a co-signer on a loan. And you can be darn sure that if the VA is going to guarantee a loan, you are going to jump through thousands and thousands and thousands of burning hoops. They're just not going to rubber stamp this thing and send it through and go, oh darn, they failed to pay back their loan. No, no, this is this is big time. And honestly, probably for starting a woodworking business, you could deliver pizzas for three months or six months and make enough money to finance this and not even mess with any of this. That's just my opinion. I'm small time, you know, take it for what it's worth. Now, Mike also suggested that people might want to look at the USDA, the United States Department of Agriculture, especially if you are in a rural area. There are things called Community Development Financial Institution Grants or Economic Community Development Institution Grants. These are literally grants where the government will give you money to start something. There's a lot of scammers out there who purport to be able to get you qualified for a VA loan, for an SBA loan, for a USDA government grant, and that's just total waste of money, total scam. You need to actually be talking to the government entity uh, to check this out. So outside of the federal government, what else can you do? Well, you can identify on your Google My Business page which I'm sure that you have signed up for and are utilizing to its fullest extent. But if you dig down through all the little edit buttons and things like that, there's a little checkbox that you can click on, you know, identifies as a veteran-owned business. Honestly, I don't see it popping up on my end I don't know how important it is. It's there. It may show up in other places in a web search. But if it's there and it's just a checkbox, you might as well do it the next time you go through and and, uh, update your uh, uh, Google My Business. Now, Google is very interested in helping veterans, and they've developed an entire, you know, page or pages website on the various things that they can do to help military veterans, you know, set up businesses and using Google, uh, so on and so forth. There's a link down in the show notes. So there you go. I think uh, in addition to the uh, free food that you can get and the Lowe's discount, uh, the badge is probably one that uh, I'm going to take full advantage of. I've been doing this for like 20 years or so, so I'm kind of established. But I'll tell you, you know, if young person, military, I would be checking into the um, the V-Box. There's a ton of information there and assistance that could be very, very helpful to you. So, happy Veterans Day, everyone. Check out all those links in the show notes and missed jobs. I had an email from an insurance company that said they want to give out uh, Christmas gifts, uh, appreciation gifts to their clients. 
and they were thinking about a small cutting board, about 8 by 12. They need 250 <laughs> by the end of November. Yeah, thanks for the heads up. Yeah, I thought about it for... Well, I thought about it until I mentioned it to my marketing manager, which also happens to be my wife, and she said, no, you're not doing that. And it's like, okay, problem solved. But honestly, I don't have the, the, the time to do that. But 250 cutting boards, 8 inches wide, 12 inches long. Hmm, how would I even bid a job like that. Well, you ought to listen to episode number 28 and 29, How to Price Your Work, Part 1 and Part 2. There's a real simple way of doing it, and there's a little more calculated way of doing it, and there is a, I don't know, I'll call it a social way of doing it. So, something to to, to chew on there. I'd like to give a special thanks to listeners in Asheville, North Carolina, and the Central and Western District of Hong Kong. Very much appreciate that. Of course, if you'd like to support the show, you can buy me a cup of coffee. You could sign up for a coaching session. All of that generates some revenue that helps to pay the bills. Veterans, I'd love to hear from you. Tell me your story, how you started your woodworking business, and how that's going. Uh, we could just sit down and, and have a have a chat. So until next episode, happy woodworking. And happy Veterans Day!